And here we go, here we go! Raider Nation. Raider Nation. Welcome to the Silver and Black Hack Podcast. Your home for the most real Raiders takes, predictive stats, and advanced analytics. We bleed silver and black. Here are your hosts, Raider Heart and Raspy Raider. Raider Nation, welcome back to the Silver and Black Hack Podcast. I am your host, Raider Hart, and this is a special edition of the Raider uh, Podcast or the Silver and Black Hack Podcast because we're talking uh, something that we've known, kind of, we've all known was going to happen here for a minute, but it's finally happened. Of course, we're talking about the Derek Carr contract extension, the elephant in the room. It's finally happened and uh just wanted to bring raspy raider on board here to discuss it here briefly uh this is a topic we've kind of haven't always seen eye to eye on so i just thought it'd be interesting to bring in raspy to 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 chop it up about the latest raider news here but before we get into anything of course guys i always like to remind you you can always find us out there if you want to join the discussion on social media Uh, you can get us on twitter at silver underscore hack you can also find us on Facebook and LinkedIn as well. And for you guys who like to kick back and do the podcast thing, you just rather sort of chill out and, and listen to the show, not as much of a social media person, that's fine too, because you can find the Silver and Black Hack podcast virtually anywhere that you find your podcast out there, guys. So Stitcher, iTunes, we're everywhere. So no problems there. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe and spread the word and join the uh, one of the f- most you know fastest growing Raider podcast out there right now. So we'd love to have each and every one of you out there. Uh, with, but without further ado, guys, going to bring on Raspy Raider here to talk about the, the late breaking news. And uh, Raspy, this is something that, you know, as soon as the Devontae Adams trade and contract happened, that, that kind of for all intents and purposes, ended any uh, real chance of, you know, Derek Carr moving on. Uh, well, I guess, first of all, I just wanted to, you know, give you a chance to address the nation. I guess I'm a little bit rusty here, but uh, ready to get into this. But first off, how are you doing and what did you think of this this news that everybody sort of knew was coming? Well, first off, Hart, I'm doing good, man. It's, it's awesome to be back talking with you, man. This is like this is what like fuels me. So I'm just excited to be here. What is up nation, man, there's a lot to get into. We're not going to go crazy on you obviously today, but just, you knew when we signed Devontae Adams, man, that car was going to get solidified. I mean, you, you don't make that move to try to, you know, create this reunion and be like, yeah, we're going to dump car. So the trade talks and all that nonsense went out the window as soon as we went and made this just straight up power move. This was something I talked to hard. We talked about this stuff like off air, just like, man, what if they did go make a move for Devontae? And we're both like, nah, that's not going to happen. Like, I didn't all think con- anyway. All this controversy with Aaron Rodgers and his like needing to be loved and told how sexy he is every single day. It was like there was no way that when they signed him to 
52 and a half or whatever the hell it was, absolutely astronomical that the next day or two, you hear blockbuster news that Devontae Adams is coming to the Raiders. Like, yeah, when you when you saw that, it was like, okay, well, car's locked in. <laughs> let's see, let's see what they do. But at the same time, I mean, I've been I've been hard on him, man. I've been super hard on on Derek Carr. There's no doubt about it. I mean, anybody that's listening to the show knows that. But I also the heart kind of sells me on this, man. It's like, dude, what have we built around him offensively to allow him to succeed? It hasn't been much, man. I mean, 2016, we had Coop and Crab. I mean, you had an aging crab tree, a young Coop who, let's just be honest, folks, since he's left, has not established himself as one of those predominant number one guys that will shut it down and will make sure that he will take your top corner and push him every single week. So there hasn't been much in that regard. But – Excuse me for the phone. I got all kinds. I'm trying to keep on track of stuff, but but no, man. Like what they're doing right now is like it's it's next level, man. So we obviously knew this was coming, waiting to hear what exactly was going to happen and what it was going to entail. Um, I love the contract, dude. If you guys look into this contract, it's this is an amazing contract. Derek Carr has done the Tom Brady times 10 if you ask me man because what we could get out of this how we could get out of this is amazing hearts broke down some numbers for me off air it's crazy i mean these guys are out here screaming for 45 to 55 million dollars a year we're never going to see more than 40 he's only like a 19 million dollar hit this year it it's going to free up some opportunities for us in, in the future. You know, you hear Carr himself saying, hey, man, last time I took a huge contract, I lost one, you know, one of my best friends in Khalil Mack. Well, let's be honest, folks. We could have signed Khalil Mack, too, at the time. We didn't, whatever. But he doesn't want to let history repeat itself. So to see him humble himself and to – take a team friendly friendly deal to allow us to continue to try to add some pieces man I, you can call me a car detractor you can call me a car hater but right now i'm not hating him dude not not a bit man i like this contract i like where things are going i can honestly say i don't know if i've been this excited in an off season maybe my entire life as a raider fan so I'm loving where we're at, man. Digging into you, you mentioned the numbers, you know, just to get into the specifics here. The extension comes down. It's a three-year extension uh, worth $121.5 million. You know, you, you do the math, it comes up to about $40 million a year. But when you consider this upcoming year, which is still the last year of the previous contract, it's more like a four-year $141.3 million deal uh which averages out to about 35 million a year that's a bargain in today's nfl when you you know he is a he, this does put him into the top five when the the official 
extension kicks in, this will put him as a top five paid quarterback, but I'm okay with that. You're not going to, no quarterback that's a top 10 ish quarterback is going to sign up to an extension that makes him the 15th highest paid core. We get how that works. They're going to push for their, for the month, for the numbers when they can get it. But you mentioned Raspy, the, how this contract works for both sides. And obviously Derek Carr, if he lives up to what he, I'm sure he feels that he's going to bring to the table, he's going to handle his, his, his business on the field. I'm sure he feels like he's going to see every bit of every uh, penny of this contract play out over the years. But if somehow it doesn't work out and he won't have any excuses, I'm not a Derek Carr excuse guy. I've said he didn't have a defense before. We saw what happened this year when he finally got a respectable defense. And I've also said that when you look around the league at the other top 10, top 12 quarterbacks, I mean, when Kirk Cousins has Adam Thielen and, and Jefferson to throw to, and, you know, I think Derek Carr is a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. And you, Raspy just mentioned who Derek Carr has had to feature on the outside over the years. It just hasn't been pretty. You know, Crabtree was a, a number three masquerading as a number one for us we you know he mentioned about we all know about cooper on the move again so darren waller is an elite guy he's a tight end that's basically the only elite weapon that Derek carr's had he doesn't have that anymore he's got Devonte adams now that excuse is not there anymore so yes it, it shouldn't have taken this long raspy to, to finally see what Derek carr's gonna be able to do with the premier weapon on, not only on the outside but on the inside with waller and renfro as well but as far as the team, if, if if this doesn't go right for Derek Carr, if he doesn't live up to the expectations, this is essentially the Tom Brady contract because dead money this year, $24 million in dead money if he were to be cut right away. But nobody, you know, everybody knows he's going to play this year. So that's really, that's basically irrelevant. They're not going to cut him. They're not going to sign him to the contract and then cut him before the, his first game under the new contract. So, He's going to be, you know, $24 million of dead hit if he were to be cut before this year. We all know that's not going to happen. But, man, Raspy, going forward, when his actual extension kicks in, those three years, if he doesn't perform in 2023, if, if the Raiders, McDaniels and company want to move on, it's only $5.6 million in dead cap. If, he, if they want to move on after that year. If he makes it to the second year of the extension and then they want to move on, only 3.7 in dead cap hit if they decide to move on in 2024 and raspy it just gets better from there man if under if they'd rather just void the last year of his extension and move on and say they draft a young gun that they really like in the next couple of years which mcdaniels has been very open that they're looking they're, they're going to look to do they're going to look to draft and develop a quarterback behind Derek carr something all of his predecessors were afraid to do for some reason that baffles me, but if they find somebody or if they, for whatever reason, want to avoid the last year of Derek Carr's extension, raspy peanuts, man, 1.875 million in dead cap. So what we really have here, guys, you look at the three years, you look at the four years with the last year rolled over from his previous contract. You know, it's easy to look at it as a four year deal in totality, but what it really is raspy when you look at it, it's essentially just three one-year deals after this year, right? I mean, if they don't like him in any one of those years, even the biggest cap hit is only $5.6 million. For a franchise quarterback, that's next to nothing, man. I mean, you, you spoke on your, your – ex, not your expectations, but your 
satisfaction with the Derek Carr contract coming from Carr's side. Let's see what he can do with the Devontae Adams. Let's see what he can do when the, the trade rumors now are going to be put on ice going forward, you know, for the next couple of years. So there's no more uncertainty about, you know, is it going to be every year? It seemed like under Gruden, it was, they're going to draft this guy and get rid of car. They're going to do this and get rid of car. All that's gone now. So you've, you've spoke on that. How do you look at this from Ziegler and Champ Kelly and McDaniel's side as far as we're going to lock down our guy and give it a go with Devontae Adams, but also do the very Reggie McKenzie-esque uh, thing where they're protecting the Raiders' backside on the backside of this contract as well? What, what, do you see, what do you see from that angle? Well, man, like in any business, you have to protect your back end, period. So, I mean, I think the Broncos literally paid – Listen to this. I think the Broncos, it, you can, you know, you guys can dig into this, but it was over a million they paid Vic Vangio. Or they're going over a million they're going to pay Vic Vangio this year alone to not even coach the team. He's sitting at his right. house. So you're talking about like a couple years into this, taking a $5 million hit. You know how much, you know how many franchises take dead money hits at 10 plus million a year? to move on and to move forward with guys. So that part of it, man, just shows me what, like I said, what Ziggs and Kells are doing, man. We are being led by a whole new regime, and it is super obvious. And anybody that doesn't think so just needs to do some research because what these guys are doing and how these guys are setting it up. But I love it, though, too. Because Carr himself said, I'm either going to play for the Raiders or I'm going to be playing golf. So they're like, okay, well, if that's the case, then, like, we want you to be here. We want you to lead the squad. You know, obviously, I don't think McDaniels takes this job if he didn't want to see what he could do with D.C., period, which I'm totally and, like, excitedly ready to see. He tried to get him to the Patriots a year ago, reports said. Yeah. Remember, McDaniels, but, they tried to trade from him yeah. with New England. But I just love what they're doing as far as just the financial stability and looking out for our bottom line. And I'm sorry, guys. I mean, the Green Bay Packers had Brett Favre and they drafted Aaron Rodgers. And then they had Aaron Rodgers and they drafted Jordan Love. So – like Hart said, I don't know why we're afraid of, like, drafting a pre- predecessor to Carr. Man, let's be honest. Carr's nine – he can be nine years deep, man. I mean, I'm sorry, man. Not everybody can play for 22 years like Brady does. I'm sorry. It just doesn't happen. So you have to be constantly thinking about the future of your franchise. It's no disrespect to anyone. You know, we all respect Carr as a person, man. The dude is an amazing person. I've been hard and critical about some of the stuff on the field, but I've never, ever questioned this man's character, character, his philanthropy, anything he does outside of the field. I think the guy's an amazing dude. Love his faith base. Love where he's going with things. Love his attitude. Love his work ethic. Not hating on that. I want to win, dude. I want to win. So to see us finally building and structuring things around him and him showing the humility to be like, Hey man, I'll, dude, I, I want, I want to get paid. I mean, he's got an agent that wants to get him paid because his agent wants to get paid. And that's just the way of the world. But there's 
there's some sacrifice in that payment. And if you got to move on, you got to move on. I mean, but I do like the three-year deal. If we, if it would have been a five-year deal, I probably would be a little more up in arms about just, but that's what we would have done in the past is we'd have given him another five, six-year deal and it would have all been damn near guaranteed. And we would have been, you know what I mean? So it's just, from a financial standpoint and the way we're doing business right now gives me so much hope to see just where our franchise is going. I feel like we're going in the right direction. I feel like we have the right guys in place to make these decisions. Got to give love to Mr. Davis for just finally saying, Hey man, I'm not my dad. I got to take a step back. I got to let some other guys take control. I'm going to let them do their things. But I'm also just going to keep throwing cheese at it. Let's go get whoever the heck we need. You got to love it. As a Raider fan, you got to love this offseason, man. I mean, this is sexy as hell. Ain't no doubt. It is, man. But it, it's it's sexy. But I could also – the other word that I that comes to mind, especially with the structuring of this uh, car extension, is responsible. You know, it, it, they found a way to give oh, Carr the contract that he wanted, you know, for, for the security that he was looking for, while also giving them all sorts of flexibility to get out at any time. I do have to wonder one thing, though, Raspy, it's just kind of it's, – it's neither here nor there, but I have to wonder – I don't know exactly who Derek Carr's agent is, but I wonder – I have to wonder if his agent – I mean, they, he ultimately he got his money. I mean, 40 – a year once the extension kicks in. I mean, his agent is, you know, if it's like Hollywood, it's somewhere between 12 to 15%. His agent is loving that. I mean, it, it, you know, it, he's going to be plenty of vacation time and money off of that this summer, you know? So his agent got his, his cut off of that. But I wonder if, don't you think Derek Carr loses some negotiating power every time he says something like it's either the Raiders or I play golf. It's either the Raiders or I'm done. I mean, it's, it made it pretty easy for Ziegler to just basically say, okay, well, this is what you're offering. If you want to continue being an NFL quarterback, otherwise you can go preach and play golf, but it was still I mean, respectful. It was still respectful. Yeah, it was a very respectful contract for sure. I mean, it, I his, guess, agent, his agent is Tim Younger. Okay. They've been friends. They've been That's friends right. for a while. Younger has multiple, multiple talents in this league that he represents. But him and Carr have like a special, special relationship. So number love for Tim Younger. I mean, he's got to get his. I get it. But uh, but the way Carr speaks about him shows me a lot. Like about like, I feel like Carr's a pretty damn good judge of character as far as you know, just day to day stuff's concerned. So. But no, but it does though. It, but at the same time, I feel like this is just team friendly both ways. It's like, Car, it is. play well, play well, and we're gonna pay you well. Right. Play lousy. Well, we're gonna give ourselves an out. So, I mean, that's the way it should be. Unfortunately, today's NFL is just not that way. It's like Jerry Maguire times a million. You know, it's like show me the money. And if you don't, then I'm not playing or I'll sit or whatever. I get it, though. And I get it, though. I get it, too, man. Hey, man, I'm telling you right now, if I work my entire life and I busted my ass to keep myself in the best physical shape and health that I could possibly be, to be a guy that goes out there and makes organizations 
billions of dollars and promotions and whatever, you know, and, you know, and endorsements and just, just, you know, whatever media activity, whatever the hell it is, I want to get paid. I want to take care of my grandkids, grandkids. So I get it. You got CTE, you know, to worry about. These guys have to worry about CTE. You have to get in your brains beat in. You better get paid for it. And that's, that's unfortunate for guys like, Oh, Deacon Jones and, you know, all these, you know, all these Ted Hendricks of the worlds and all these guys that played back in the day for next to nothing and just beat their brains in. That's unfortunate. But this is where we are. And if these, if these owners are going to make billions and the players should make millions. So I, that's my status. That's where I'm at. So I am mad at a guy who has earned his spot and solidified who the hell he is to go get paid. So I can't be mad at it, but I do love a guy like Carr who humbles himself to be like, Hey man, I've been through this before with these negotiations. And the next thing you know, one of my best friends was gone and going to Chicago and everything fell apart and just didn't work. So I just love the fact you just don't get a lot of that, man. That's just not today's league. So I'm I'm excited, man. I'm super excited to see what the hell transpires. I love hearing Carr talking about throwing balls to to Devontae and it just being like boom, 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 like that. That that stuff gets me going, man. I don't know about you guys, Nation, but that stuff gets me going. Those guys have a dynamic that just you just don't get every every day. I mean, this is something they talked about for years and it's came to fruition. So we knew when Devontae was signed that car was going to get extended. So it's not news. It's not huge. It's not gigantic, but we got to talk about it because it's, it's pretty impressive, man, the way they line this whole thing out. And I give that to Zeke's and Kells and these boys that are just handling things from, you know, the top down. And I, I love it, man. Super excited. I mean, Derek Carr, you know, we talk about – this is something that I've mentioned in the past. The, it's not just about having receivers, you know, talent or whatnot with Derek Carr at receiver. He's got to have trust or else it's, it's, it's just – it's real inconsistent if he doesn't trust him. Man, there's never – probably been a time in his entire life where he's had this much trust with three premier weapons. I mean, even in college – you know, as wide open as that offense was. I mean, he's got Adams, he's got Waller and Renfro, and he's got his trust level with all three of those guys. The the lowest out of the three would be a nine, you know. So the trust in chemistry factor is going to be off the charts, and you got to love that. But Raspy, we can't talk about this contract. It's not just about the numbers and, and, and that kind of thing in the years. Another aspect of this contract pretty much – you know, outside of the, the 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 numbers, the raw numbers, the thing that was talked about the most, especially amongst Raider Nation out there, guys, is the the fact that there was a no trade no trade clause was added as 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 part of this this deal that raised a lot of eyebrows out there. Raspy, I was on Raider Twitter, and a lot of you guys, Nation, uh, there's a lot of uh, engagement. We were chopping it up back and forth. 
love doing that. But uh, there was a lot of eyebrows being raised on Twitter, Raider Twitter, so to speak, about this no trade clause that that Carr was able to get negotiated into this contract. So, you know, in terms of any sort of trade like this, this is this ice is any Derek Carr trade rumors. That's that's a wrap probably for the rest of his career, unless he extends it beyond the, the, the four years that, that this contract is going to cover him for. What was your gut reaction when you saw the fact that, that the no trade clause was included with this deal raspy and, and is that a good or a bad thing? Is that something that worries you? Like it worries so many other Raider fans that we saw out there. I mean, I guess I'm not tripping about it, man, because I knew when we signed Devontae, man, it was like, this is going to be three years for sure. We signed Devontae to a, what, was it a three-year, four-year contract? It was three years, right? Three years? Five. Five. Okay. Well, but with then, some, it's really a three-year, but yeah. Yeah, it's a three-year deal when you break it down. So right. I just assumed that, like, they're doing this because Carr's going to be the guy throwing to him. I mean, why else would they do this, man? These guys have had these conversations for a long, long time. So I'm not going to sit here and start breaking down, you know – all this nonsensical stuff where it's like the last two years of your contract don't matter if the first three don't produce. So, well, I mean, what did you think was going to happen, Nation? I mean, you don't go sign Devontae Adams to cut Derek Carr. That's why he came here. So let's go get three years of good production, man, and let's continue to build this team and, and make it happen. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess – I'm not surprised, nor does it scare me in any kind of way, because I just knew that this is what we were going to do. I mean, I was sitting there wondering, like, will there be some gigantic trade for Carr, you know, two months ago, a month or so ago? Well, when you get Devontae Adams, it's like, well, obviously he's not going anywhere. You don't, you don't trade and make this mega trade, you know, to where we're drafting our first – there's a re- – hey, Nation, just real quick, I'm going to jump in there let you know. The reason why we haven't done a huge draft preview is because we don't pick to the third round. And I know you guys get that. But just so you know, that's where Hart and I are at. It's hard to sit there and break down, like, some huge draft preview when we don't draft to the third round. I think they get so, it, yeah. So I think they get it. I think Nation gets it. And I think – but just know that's where we're at. But we've made some – but I, I'll take that. Dude, damn the first and second round if you can go get me Devontae Adams. Period. So we knew this was going to happen. But I just love the way everything is broke down. And I love the way that, like, Drake has – restructure you know we we get bold and we get man our second options as far as our running backs are concerned in this past game have just like exploded through the roof so between hunter renfro darren waller obviously Devonte adams who's your number one but you just added a lot of a lot of dynamics in the backfield too on top of what we already had. So I'm just ready to see what Josh McDaniels can do. So we're going to, you know, we're going to write it out. I'm not going to be mad about 
any heavy money on the early end or any of this nonsense, man. Like I'm, I'm so happy with what we have done. So you're not yeah. going to hear a lot of bitching out of me. Well, and, and doesn't the, the lack of dead money on, on this extension, doesn't that mitigate any of the, any of those concerns from you guys? Because Absolutely. if it doesn't perform, you know, if it becomes obvious that it just, they give it a, a, a good two years and, Derek Carr hasn't, you know, it just isn't working for whatever reason. That's why those years are so voidable at the, at the, you know, on the back end of that contract. So that really protects the Raiders, you know, in that regard. So that really, I was never worried about it to begin with because I, I have faith in Derek Carr, but I, you know, for, for uh, there's still a big segment of the, the fan base that still questions Carr still wonders if he can get us to that next level. And, and I get, the concern there if you're worried about the no trade clause, but again, the way that the contract is structured should alleviate any concerns about being stuck with, I guess, because I guess the subtext is if you're worried about no trade clause, you're worried that we're going to be stuck with an underperforming quarterback that's being paid like a highly performing quarterback for the next four years. Well, the avoidable years mitigates that risk a hundred percent. So. Well, and that's where I'm at. Like what you leave yourself it's all about like the availability to move on and what they have done to this contract with the availability to move on. You, you, you just, you, you can't be happier. I don't, I don't know how you could, man. We just saw Deshaun Watson get a fully guaranteed $240 million contract or whatever the hell it was. There's none of that here, dude. If he doesn't produce, man, we can leave and lose like ten million, five million, one million. I mean, I know that sounds crazy to you guys, but in the NFL, that's not crazy at all. It's it's not, not even crazy at all. Isn't it weird that he pushed so hard? He must have pushed hard for it because it's in the final contract. Isn't it weird that he was so insistent on a no trade clause when those years are so avoidable? Doesn't that kind of any? Doesn't that just sort of negate any? If they want to get rid of you, they still can. I guess Derek Carr just doesn't want the embarrassment of getting traded to the Jets or something and then retiring on him or something. Because if they want to move on from him, they still can, and that's usually what a trade no trade con clauses is you know gives you control that they can't get rid of you when they want to so just a kind of a curious thing i'm i i have no problem with it like we said i I mean so much i think there's so much love for him as a cali kid a fresno kid and he just loves the raiders so dude let's let's not forget nation by the time this is all said and done well, we'll have had paid him close to $250 million. So if he plays out the deal. He's good. I'm just saying, even if he doesn't, and it's yeah. 180, whatever it is, he's good. He said it himself. I want to make sure that like I'm good, and I know I'm good, and I just want to give back. I just love his humility, man. Like that's That's the thing that keeps me coming back. Because I just, but it's also the thing that makes me worry. I think almost sometimes he's too damn nice. Like, I need you to be the a-hole. 
and go win it all. And then you can be nice after that, you know? But, but hey, in the meantime, he's going to be taken care of. He's going to help the community. He's going to do good things. Everything is well, man. I don't know how a Raider fan could be upset about how this contract laid out. I just don't. Well, you know, there's always going to be detractors out there. But, you know, one other thing I wanted to get to with Derek Carr, though, is, okay, we discussed the the contract, the numbers, the terms, all that good stuff. So I think the last thing to talk about here when it comes to this extension with Derek Carr is it, it boils down now to expectations. You know, what are the expectations now? You talk about Devontae Adams being here I mentioned Waller and Renfro. Everybody knows about them and the potential there. And let's just be real, guys. You know, for the people that don't feel like Derek Carr is an elite quarterback or a top 10 quarterback or top seven-ish quarterback, there's one reason why. Because when you look at it, Derek Carr since 2018 is, what, second in adjusted completion percentage and fifth in yards. Anybody else would be, be saying that that's elite. The reason why Raspy, I think, is his lack of over 30 touchdowns, you know, the majority of his career. I agree. I, I think that that's the thing. If he had the 4,900 yards that he had a year ago with the 69% completion percentage, and then he was, you know, 38 touchdowns instead of 20. What do you have, 26, 27 touchdowns? I think he's talked about in a whole different light. And I think Raspy, it's the fact that he hasn't had a dominant number one on the outside. My expectations this year for me personally, before I pass it over to you, is I think, you know, everybody relatively stays healthy. And I'm talking about Waller was not healthy last year. We need that to, you know, get back on track. Renfro, we need him to be there all 17 weeks, let alone Devontae Adams. But given the fact that if all that happens – I see no reason why Derek Carr can't have a 40, another 4,900-yard season with a similar completion percentage to what we're expecting, but with close to 40 touchdowns, man. Am I crazy? Am I drinking, am I drinking that silver and black Kool-Aid? You know, what, what's going on? Where do you see this thing? No, man, I think, I think 35 plus or minus is going to be a letdown, you know? If you're under that 35, then it's a letdown. Man, you just literally solidified your number one glaring hole for Derek Carr. It's a guy who can, you know, and there's people like, there's going to be detractors that hate, you know, it's like, oh, Devontae Adams, is, he's getting towards the latter, latter part of his career. It's not Aaron Rodgers throwing to him. Don't forget what got what excelled this kid to the NFL. It was Derek Carr and him at Fresno State. Two years, 39 tutties. Let's go, man. I, I just think I think the red zone, and we already talked about it. We talked about it before we even signed Devontae Adams. Was that I thought that McDaniels could help us in the red which is our biggest glaring hole, man, ever since Gruden came and even long before that, was being able to score in the red zone. Man, I'm telling you, you look back at what we've done the last four or five years, moving the ball between the 20s has not been an issue. Scoring touchdowns in the red zone has been our freaking bugaboo. 
this guy right here, and Hart and I have spoke about it at length even before Devontae ever was signed. Use your big body guys. Use Edwards. Use Waller. Why wouldn't they be your top targets? So my main objective at this point is now you have a true number one, a big number one who's powerful. The number one of number one, some people think, I think. I think he's the best receiver in the damn league. I do too. So you use him to either body or to decoy, whatever it may be. You have beefed up the secondary or the secondary part of it, of your receiving group, which I feel like is the running backs, with guys like Drake took a Drake took a cut in his pay to make sure things are good. Got a guy like Bolden who can catch the ball out of the backfield. Jacobs is still there, let's not forget. Utilize some of that, but use these big body guys to score touchdowns in the red zone. And I think Devontae will will be a direct correlation as to how that works. And I tell you right now, if it was me and Raspy was lining up behind Andre James and we were at the seven, I'm throwing the ball to Devontae. I don't care if they double cover him. I'm throwing it up and I'm letting Devontae go get it. So I think that will be like vastly improved. So I don't think that, you know, south of, 35 tutties is is out of the question at all. And if Carr does that, man, it changed, like you said, starts changing the whole trajectory of how analysts and just people in general speak about him. So I am excited, man. I am excited to see, like, what this does. This is like Antonio Brown with a good relationship, <laughs> you know? This is Antonio Brown that actually wants this, to play this, there. This is Antonio Brown in a good place. Devontae's ready. Him and Carr know each other. Antonio Brown was an absolute and utter you-know-what show. Kind of glad that he has nothing to do with our franchise because he's a freaking cancer, let's be honest. But Devontae is not that guy. He has never been that guy. He just wants to win. He wants to catch touchdowns and win. Carr wants to throw touchdowns and win. I can't wait to see how this transpires, man. But I don't – if it's less than 35 tutties this year, I feel like it's a letdown. You know, I got to laugh at – I, I got to laugh at all these people that say that, you know, well, he's going from – Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr. Look, Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than Derek Carr. Nobody's trying to deny that or, or try to, you know, argue that point in any way, shape, or form. But let's just let's just oh, let's just think about this for a minute. The guy who just got Nelson Aguilar and um, Zay Jones paid is not going to be able to make it work with Devontae Adams. Look what he did with Waller. You give him the talent. He never put up those numbers with the. He wasn't even starting. He wasn't even making the, the opening day roster. He wasn't even dressing for the Ravens every week. And now he's a premier weapon in the league. So I just don't. I just don't see that argument. I just don't see when you give Derek Carr premier talent. Hunter Renfro is a fourth round pick. He's become a Pro Bowler. So fifth. I just don't see this argument. Fifth round. fifth round pick. Fifth round pick, and he's a Pro Bowler. 
So I just don't see any merit to that argument that, yes, he's not as good as Aaron Rodgers, but that does not in any way mean that he's not going to ball out with the Raiders at all. I mean, I just think that that's a joke to even even try to, you know, insinuate yeah, that. I don't take any on. I don't take any on us in that. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. There's so many car detractors and haters. I've been one of them at times, but I don't sit there and bash on nonsensical BS either. My main thing with Carr, and I'm going to still say it, in that red zone, he is going to have to take more chances, period. He will. He will now. You you know, I mean, if, 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 if getting Devontae and taking that number one position – and just squashing it doesn't allow you to throw more tutties in the red zone with the weapons you have, especially if you can get a healthy baller along with Hunter. So it, trust me, folks, he comes out in the first two weeks and he's hesitant and he's reluctant and inside the red zone to because there's been times where I feel like he's been reluctant and hesitant because he's worried about throwing picks. Damn that. I, you know what? I just don't – I don't see it being the same issue with a guy like Devontae in there because he is going to shake and take all that number one stuff away. So. Yeah, it's not going to be an issue. I, I don't think that any any realistic, objective person thinks that it's going to be an issue, you know, coming to play with their car. But before I let you go here, I just wanted to talk about um, – the defense, just real, real quick here. I know that this is a, an episode about the extension, and rightfully so, but there's just a couple things that are kind of going under the radar here that uh, one good thing and potentially good thing we'll see, and then one thing that I think is we're just there's disappointment out there, but I think it's a little bit bigger than that. We'll start with the, the bad news or the thing that um, there's some disappointment out there in Raider Nation, but I think it may even be a little bit bigger than that. Stephon Gilmore signs with the Colts a two-year contract over there to go play for uh, Gus Bradley, a guy that we all obviously know well here from last year. He goes over there, and, you know, I see a lot of disappointment out there on Raider social media, and, and I was my gut reaction was disappointment too. It seemed like the Raiders were always mentioned as being right there in the mix to, to bring Gilmore to the Raiders right up until – this morning when it broke that he signed with the Colts getting past the disappointment raspy that I think most Raider nation feels with that. We, we all kind of wanted to see Gilmore on this team. For me, it goes beyond the disappointment though. For me, it goes from disappointment to worry because I look at our secondary and I love Rocky. I seen that's a great move there, but outside of that, I'm worried about the cornerback position. I love the depth that we have at the cornerback position, Raspy, but the top-end talent, a lot of pressure now on Nate Hobbs and Trayvon Mullen, and, you know, I, I just – the second the lack of top-end talent at corner worries me. If we're talking about competing for a Super Bowl, if we just want to make the wild card again, I think we're good. I think if we stay healthy with the offense that we should have, I think that we're good. If you want to go in this roster, these moves point to wanting to go deeper than that this year. We did that last year. We got to the wild card last year. You don't make these moves if you don't have designs on getting deeper into the playoffs and perhaps getting all the way to the big show. 
are you as worried as I am that we don't have the, the top end uh, talent at the cornerback position, the proven talent um, to really make this run to go to the Super Bowl? Well, man, I am. I actually am right there with you. I I see this deal with the Colts that Stephon Gilmore signed two years, 23 and a half. I'm like, dude, they don't even have a quarterback. So he's obviously not worried about, like, winning a bowl. He just wants to get paid. Do you tell me that we couldn't assign him to a two-year, 24-year deal and coax him a little bit by saying, hey, man, we got a car in Devontae Adams. We're looking to make a run and move this thing forward. Absolutely. Jones, Max Crosby. Yeah, I love Rocky Sin. Don't get me wrong. I love Rocky Sin, and I know you do, too. But that's all right. we have. Where do we go? Where do we in. go? Where do we go from there? It definitely like makes Averitt. me nervous, man. I like Averitt, but I like Averitt. I like Averitt, and to tell you the truth, guys, most people might think I'm crazy, but I like Darius Phillips too. So, so we're just gonna see. I mean, I guess maybe. Cram is over there saying, hey, man, I like what I got. I like the pieces that I have. We I hate cannot. when I do that. I, I hate but when – don't like, But I don't like that. I got, and like I said, I'm not over here condoning because I think it's a complete and utter BS. If you're in a win-now mode, you go get the legitimate Pro Bowl bad dude. Yes. You can lock up a number one. Because we don't know what we have in Nate Hobbs right now in this system. Talent-wise, he's got talent to be a premier outside corner just like he was on the inside. We don't know if that if he's going to be able to cover and man on the outside the same way. We don't, And if he is able to do it, we don't know that it's going to be right away. It may take him some time. It may take a whole year or two to develop that type of – because I hear his name being brought up a lot by McDaniels and Ziegler. When they when they mention the cornerback spot, they just they they're really intrigued. And the guys at, at uh, Tape Don't Lie did a breakdown um, about a month ago. You know, even before they were talking about him, saying that Nate Hobbs really fits the the athletic profile of what Patrick Graham likes in his outside corners. So I get all that, but but I just hate when if you're in a win now, compete. You know, we want to try to get to the Super Bowl mode. You can't bet on you can't bet on Nate Hobbs hitting it right away. You go get the guy that's already done it. Go get the guy that's already proven it in the league. Instead I'll tell of you right he now, I feel a lot, happen. I'd, I'd feel a lot better with Stefan and Rock as one and two, yes. and Nate, Nate as the number three, and then let's just seeing what Avery and Phillips and Mullen and all the other boys can do. I mean, man, you can cover all bases. But if you're not covering the secondary, dude, at your number one, bro, you will get exposed, period. That does concern me. We'll just see, I guess. I don't – I mean, what else – what other choice do we have? But I really think we're going to make that happen. They have some talented corners that they brought in for a top 30 uh, visits. I'll let you guys, you know, look into that elsewhere. We don't have time to get into that. On this show, maybe we'll get into that, um, especially if they end up drafting some of these guys um, in the third round or later. But, you know, obviously the thing that worries me, Raspy, is, is this still a playoff roster in my mind if it's healthy? Yes, it is. No question about it. It's better than the roster that just we just got to the playoffs a year ago in my 
in my mind, considerably better. But I just look at fast forward again. It's Raiders versus Bengals again in the playoffs, which very easily could happen again, right? Yeah, you like our secondary covering that that trio of of firepower that Burrow has. You know, our best guys rock yah on Jamar, and then it goes downhill from there. That's the kind, or the Bills. That's the kind of thing that scares me. That, that that's the kind of thing that you look, and that really scares me. But like you said, we'll see what happens there. Trust, you know, in Patrick Graham, we trust. I guess there, we'll see what, what he cooks up. He's certainly got the defensive mind to 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 make it happen. But to end on a on a better note, Raspy, the other thing I wanted to talk about is a guy that we are both very high on and and have been wondering about. Darius Phylon uh, was a lot of you guys I saw, you know, yesterday saw this news as well. Darius Phylon, the the guy, uh, interior defensive lineman from a year ago that really started coming on as the year went on. And really, in my mind, Raspy, towards the end of the year before his injury in the season finale against the Chargers, was one of our top two or three defensive players. And that's with guys like Max and Jan and Casey Hayward out there and, and uh, Perryman. I mean, we had guys playing very well. I thought he was playing as well as any of those guys towards as the back half of the season went on. Were you as happy as I was to see that the Raiders brought him in to have a sit down and have a little chat with him yesterday? Right, Raider Wood. <laughs> Raider Wood when I saw that, man. We've been talking about this, bro. This dude is like literally <laughs> you like that. I like that Raider Wood. I haven't heard that one before. <laughs> oh, I definitely. It was strong, too, and it was hard. But, <laughs> no, man, Darius Phylon was, like, literally the 320-pound predator for us last year. Don't forget, folks, in that four-game span where we were dogging teams out to get to the playoffs, guess who was at the three-tech? It was Phylon. And he was making Max and Jan look ridiculously better. And I'm not taking anything away from those guys, but he was handling his business, man. He looked like the predator out there at 320 pounds killing people. I mean, he was just like, see the dude in a dark alley and run the other way kind of thing. I don't like all the big uglies building the wall interior. I'm sorry. We've tried that. Phylon is that dude who can build a wall, but can shatter your mouth too. So, and get to the quarterback. Well, that's what I'm talking about. The shatter in your mouth thing. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just, I love Phylon. I want him there. What you could get him for, especially right now coming off an injury and just showing some faith in the guy, give him some love, give him some, show some faith in him, man, and give him a few million dollars a year. I guarantee he signs tomorrow. He said on social media, he wants to come back. He's been very open. He wants to play. You're not going to have to like reach out beyond yourself to get this guy. So, and you know what? I'm sorry, man. You get Phylon. I feel like he's our best D tackle. You go sign him tomorrow. I will straight up tell you he's our best D tackle. And that's over Nichols. That's over freaking Hankins. Y'all know what I feel about Hankins, man. Come on, man. Let's get realistic, bro. 
I don't want this build this wall defensive BS, man. I want to be able to put pressure on the quarterback and make it easy for everybody else on the back end. You could argue that, that was the difference with the Bradley approach. Was he the took basically the same guys and said instead of building a wall like Gunther was trying to do those two years and the low, the woeful lack of pass rush numbers that we saw, it wasn't just the fact that we lost Khalil Mack. It was the fact that plus we were not really putting a, a, an emphasis on getting to the quarterback. You could argue that just Gus Bradley coming in and say, yeah, we're just going to get after the quarterback. That's, you know, we're not, we're not going to we'll worry about the run later on. It's just, if you're there, if you're on the defensive line, get after the quarterback, stop the run on your way to the quarterback. That worries me that we're, we're running, we're rolling back. We're rolling that back and we're going back to the, Obviously, we're bringing a, a bunch of bigger guys to control the run up front. That worries me considerably. You bring Darius Phylon back, I agree with you 100%. My concern level when it comes to that goes down considerably because he's to me, he's well, a perfect what fit. You he's could get him at. technique. He's a perfect fit. What you could get him at, he can, play, he can play the three or the four. What you can get him at is just next level. Value wise, man. And right now, when you get to this point of free agency, it's value, man. The big things have been done. You know, the big transactions have been done. But free agency is still in full swing. There's a lot of guys out there without a job. And Darius Phylon is one of them. And for what he did for you when you finally put him in there as a starter, You'd just be stupid not to bring him back. And I'm telling you right now, mark my words, Nation, if we do not bring Phylon back, he goes to the Colts, period. And he runs runs rough shot with Gus Bradley and the boys. So don't let Gus have this one. He's already got Yon. He's already got Faison. He just got Gilmore, who didn't play for us. I get that. Don't let him have Phylon, man. Agree 100%, man. Bring them back. We think Bring we all back, agree. Man. Bring them. Let's run it back with with Darius Phylon at least one more year. At least give him a one-year approve-it deal. And I think you he, gotta realize, do, I think he will. This guy wasn't even it. in the league the year or two before this. Dude, he is just getting back to form. Like, his – I truly feel like his best is yet to come, dude. Don't miss on that, please. I agree, man. Get him back in, and let's get it done as soon as possible. I'm with you, homie. I'm with you, man. And you know what? I'm on this Derek Carr train, choo-chooing, man. I love his attitude. I love what he's done. Appreciative of what he's done. Nation, hey, man, call me Fairweather. Call me flip-flopper, whatever you want to call me, man. I've been hard as hell on him. I just want to see what he can do with a true number one who can go and handle business. So Carr gets a complete and utter pass from me on this year. Now, we get into next year and we're not winning. Yeah, I'm I'm not bailing either. I'm not saying that no matter what he does, he gets a pass. But right now... I'm just anxious to see how this thing rolls out. So, Nation, man, we are so excited to be back. This is like, like I said, man, Raider Wood, baby. Raider Wood. Let's do this. Let's keep it rolling, man.
Keep your notifications on. We're going to hit you all up. We're going to let you guys know what's going on. So happy to just be back talking with you guys. Appreciate each and every one of you. Without y'all, it's there's no show. So thank you guys. And we look to hit this next season from the ground running and just knock things out, man. I really, I really truly feel like this is the best off season in a long, long time. And there's some good things to come. So can't wait to talk about it, man. Absolutely, man. I couldn't agree more. Uh, just not as excited. I'm with you. I'm not as excited about the draft. Obviously when you don't have a, a pick in the first two rounds, it takes a lot of the, the luster it's, out in of that, Vegas. But... it's in Vegas of all times. Like, damn, man, we don't get a pick to the third. What the hell? Yeah, it won't take it. any time, though. But we'll take you... it. We got Devontae. So just understand, when you're watching the first two rounds, the reason we're not involved. And, hey, there could be – we could trade up. You never know. You never know. You never, never know. The draft is a crazy, fickle – situation man you never know but it is tough it's finally in vegas and we don't pick till the third could care less man when you're bringing in adams i'd much rather that than blow our first round picks like we've done over the last i don't know how many years it seems yeah, like but i'm with you i'm with you man yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna blow them anyways man you'll get a solidified dude Play that less Sneed, play that less Sneed game from the from the Rams and go get solidified players instead of unproven yep. guys. Worked out pretty well for them, but um, absolutely. But uh, nation, it's 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 been real. I think we're all excited about this this uh the rest of this off season, man. That off season uh, program is is starting to ramp up, and obviously we'll, we're going to make some sort of moves in the draft. We'll be here to cover that. Whether we trade back into the first two rounds or not, we'll be here to cover what we do do. Looking forward to that and uh, everything else that, that's to come, OTAs, and then obviously uh, training camp should be absolutely uh, on fire this year. And I'm not talking about the Vegas heat either. So as he said, as Raspy said, keep your notifications on. It's going to be more frequent as we uh, get deeper into the Raiders offseason program. The shows will be more frequent. Obviously, there's more to talk about. So the content to come out so again keep those notifications on in the meantime and find us on social media um, like share subscribe spread the word tell your friends tell your family where to find us and uh, until we meet again guys uh, be safe this weekend have fun um, but uh, take care of your business out there and uh, until we meet again for my partner in crime Mr. Raspy Raider I'm your host, Raider Hart. Looking forward to see what, what, what the future holds for this Raiders team, the near future holds for this Raider team. And I hope it's a whole lot of just win, baby. <laughs>